Hi, I'm Christabel, and welcome to the Surviving the Arena podcast, a show where I share my personal journey of self-improvement and help you overcome the things that are holding you back. The goal of this podcast is to help you achieve the future you've always dreamed of. From conquering our past to setting goals and creating an environment for success, together we'll develop the tools we need to survive the arena. Welcome to episode zero, everyone. This is going to be an introductory episode where all of you, my wonderful listeners, are going to get to learn a little bit about me and the purpose of this podcast. So to start off, let's begin with the name. This podcast is called Surviving the Arena. And no, this is not a sports podcast. I'm not a professional athlete entering retirement. Although this title would be pretty perfect for something like that. Anyways, the title for this podcast was actually inspired by Theodore Roosevelt, the 26th president of the United States of America. In 1910, Roosevelt gave a speech that was called Citizenship in a Republic. This speech was one of, if not his best orations, and eventually actually became more commonly known as the Man in the Arena speech. While making reference to war, human rights, and other things, Roosevelt used this speech to call out the critics of the men who chose to do what they could and what they believed was right to make their world a better place at the time. Now, despite the specific context, this speech has transcended time and circumstance. Personally, I strongly relate to Roosevelt's words, and I actually use them as motivation to keep going and hustling for my goals. I'm going to read this speech out for all of you listening in hopes that it reaches you in a similar way and in hopes that it helps you understand why it has inspired this podcast. After I read it, I'll of course take some time to break it down and get into why this speech has motivated me as much as it has. Oh, and one quick note, I've adapted the speech to be called the woman in the arena, just to make it easier for me to relate to. So here's what Roosevelt said. It is not the critic who counts, not the woman who points out how the strong woman stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the woman who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends herself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if she fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that her place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Now, I definitely did not do it as much justice as Roosevelt did originally, but when it first came across my desk, if you will, when I first saw this speech, I kind of had an out-of-body experience. I didn't hear Roosevelt reading the speech, I could actually hear myself reading it. It was as if a future version of myself was reading the words out to me. When I read this speech, I was in school completing my master's degree. So you can imagine I was under high stress and 
at the time, I had been at a point where I just wanted to do the bare minimum, finish writing my paper, and be completely done with it. I was not feeling motivated at all. But then I found this speech by a chance and all of a sudden said, no, you know what, you have goals. And the work that you're doing by accomplishing this degree, by completing it to the best of your ability, it will help you achieve the goals that you have. Goals that will allow you to help up ending, sorry, to end up helping other people. And I mean, if I didn't finish that paper, if I didn't finish it to the best of my ability, if I didn't push through the feeling of feeling stuck and confused and a little bit lost and just wanting to give up, I never would achieve the goals that I was trying so hard to get to. So now let's break down the speech a little bit more. And then I want to talk to you really specifically about how this motivated me. So the very first line is, it is not the critic who counts. Now think about it. How often in our lives are we so preoccupied by the way that people see us, by what people's opinions of us might be? How often? I mean, even if we are those people who say, you know what, I don't care what people think of me. Let's be honest. We care. We may not outwardly show that we care, but we do. Should we care? Absolutely not. But it's only human nature that we do. When someone shares a negative opinion of us, we get upset, naturally. But the point that was trying to be made through this speech is that it's not those people who matter or or count. That critical opinions and negative opinions people have of us Those opinions don't deserve our time or energy. Those people that happen to criticize us, that point out when we fail or point out when we make mistakes or point out how dangerous some of our dreams are, they're the ones that never take any risks themselves. And yet they share an opinion of us. And they don't matter. I'll repeat that again. They do not matter. Their opinions do not matter. For me, this line reached me because... At some point while I was completing my master's, I kind of got bogged down in this idea that people were so proud of me for doing this, that people looked up to me for completing this degree. And all of a sudden, it was kind of like, if I don't do this well, and if I don't complete this paper and get the highest mark possible, if I don't graduate and get an incredible job afterwards, people won't see me in that light. I got very preoccupied with how other people looked at me and not how I looked at myself and how I valued myself. And so when I read that very first line or very first sentence, if you will, in that speech, it was like I was kind of screaming at myself to stop caring about what other people said because their opinions, they don't matter. The only opinion that really matters is the one that you have of yourself. And what Roosevelt was getting at in this is that what matters instead is when you continue to get up, continue grinding and working. When every time you fail, every time you make a mistake, you get up, you learn, and you keep going, and you keep striving for those goals. What matters is us, those who have dreams that are so big and so important that we stop at nothing to achieve them. To all of you listening, I'm hoping. No, you know what? I I know that you are the type of people who have dreams like this. Dreams that are so big that you will take risks and do whatever it takes to make them a reality. 
if that's how you feel, if if what I'm saying applies to you, then the things that Roosevelt said in this speech, they apply to you too. The point of our struggle is to achieve our goals and not to give up. The point, as he says in the end, is that if we fail, at least we fail while daring greatly. At least we're failing while taking risks and trying to make our dreams a reality. At least we're not sitting on a couch and hoping that the things we want come to us. At least we fail trying to achieve what it is we want and while going after what we truly believe in. And the point is that even if we do fail, we don't stop. We will get up again and again and again and just keep going until we get what it is that we want. Now, I see life as the arena that Roosevelt is talking about. That is exactly why this podcast is called Surviving the Arena. It is about surviving and even more importantly, about thriving through life. Because life is not easy. And honestly, there was no promise of that. There should be no expectation that our life is going to be easy. We all have struggles and challenges. And I believe that the biggest ones come when we have goals that we're trying to accomplish, when we are working to make the futures that we've always dreamed about a reality. That is why this speech has had such a big impact on me. Because I've learned that when you find your calling, when you find your purpose, when you find that reason that God chose to put you on this earth to give you life, you start to learn that it is not easy to live your calling, to live your purpose. That in trying to do that, you're going to fail. You're going to make mistakes. And in some cases, you're going to have to start over again. As my pastor says, calling costs. You're going to have to make sacrifices in order to achieve the future that you want. And that is not a bad thing. It's actually how we learn, and at least how I believe that we learn the value of our calling and really understand what it is we are meant to do. Because think about it, eventually when you achieve what it is you want, eventually when you start living your calling every day, you're going to look back at everything that you had to give up in order to make your dreams a reality. And that's going to make your dream that much more special and that much more important because you can see what it was worth. So yes, reading this speech, finding it by chance. I don't even remember how I found this or really where it was, where it came up while I was doing my research. Because no, believe it or not, I don't sit around and read old presidential speeches hoping for I don't know, a little gem of wisdom or motivation to come out of one of them. But I was writing my thesis on the topic of uh, female participation in post-conflict restructuring programs, particularly those that are run by the United Nations. And that topic was incredibly important to me because there was an issue of it, the invisibility of women in those particular programs. I felt that by writing that paper, hopefully it would cross the right desk and hopefully it would cross the desk of someone who could really do something or read this and kind of say, no, you know what, this is an issue that really needs solving today. That was the goal of what my paper was. And so when I got to a point where, I don't know, I I wouldn't say I was trying to give up, but I definitely wasn't holding myself to a high enough standard 
at least not a standard that I normally would have held myself to. I started getting bored and tired of writing, and overall I just didn't feel motivated. All of that luckily changed after I found this speech, because through his words, Roosevelt reminded me essentially not to give up, and that the true honor will come when I don't give up and instead continue to push forward. When you put in the work and achieve the end result, it becomes that much more worth it. So yes, um, I'm happy to say the paper was finished and I ended up being very proud of it. And since finding the speech and since it helped me get through that particularly difficult phase of my life, this speech has been framed and sitting on my desk at home in my little home office space. And even before that, I held on to this speech in my heart and in my mind. It was in the back of my memory, reminding me that I don't want to be one of those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. And this is what inspired the podcast. Yes, this is what inspired the title specifically, but also what inspired the podcast. Now, I have not had the easiest life. I didn't grow up in a particularly easy or comfortable situation. However, I'm actually going to rephrase that and start with that I've had a very beautiful and blessed life despite challenges that I have faced while growing up. I've been granted a lot of opportunities by God and he has given me a lot of gifts and opened many doors for me. So I am eternally grateful for that. And I recognize that my life is vastly privileged over that of other people. But I have also learned that it is important to recognize and take note of my own struggles, to take note of the things that I have overcome to get to the place that I am at today. And originally, I mean, back in the day, honestly, not even that long ago, fairly recent, up until fairly recently, I was not somebody who liked to talk about things that I've gone through. I didn't talk about any pain that I had or anything I was dealing with really at all, really. I was a very bottle it up and deal with it later kind of person. And I hope that by now we all know how unhealthy that is. But it took me some time to work on it. And admittedly, I'm still working on that. But that was the type of person that I was. For the majority of my life, as I said, I was like that. I mean, I'm turning 27. And let's say for 25 of those almost 27 years, I was that bottle it up type of person. And it wasn't working for me. Not at all. It made me a very angry, negative, judgmental person. I hated the person that I was. If I just had to be around myself, oh goodness, it was not an enjoyable time at all. I did not like being around myself. And, you know, eventually it got to a point where I realized, you know what, no, I don't like this. And I thought to myself, if I don't like something, then why am I not changing it? It doesn't help to keep living as someone that you don't like. And that goes for my life in general nowadays. If something is happening in life that I don't like, I now work to change it. But back then, I didn't do that. I just continued to complain about the things I didn't like and never did anything to change them. Take a job, for example. 
I didn't like it at all, but I came back year after year after year and I kept working and working and working and complaining and complaining and complaining. I'm happy to say eventually, yes, I did leave that job and eventually that did change. Today I can promise you and say with confidence that I am a completely different person. Now I hope that you're listening and saying to yourself, you know, that's me. I want to make some changes in my life. I just don't know how. What exactly did you do to decide that you wanted to change? And when you did make that decision, how did you change? And that right there is the essence of this podcast. I looked at myself in the mirror and I didn't like what I saw, at least mentally and emotionally. I didn't like the person that I was, and I kind of had to give myself a little talking to. And no, I wasn't, you know, telling myself that I'm a beautiful, strong, and independent woman. No, not at all. I mean, sure, I was those things, but I wasn't saying that to myself. I was having a very harsh and very honest conversation with myself. But that's what I needed. I needed that tough love to come directly from me. And I needed to hold myself accountable, to stop expecting other people to do it for me. And you know what? All of that worked. Now, that wasn't the only thing that worked. And as we get through this podcast and go into later episodes, of course, I'll go into more detail about other steps I took and other changes I made to really help me to get to this point of growth and realization, really. But that was the first step, and it was an important step for me to take. As I started recognizing that I've gone through things in life and looking at my past, really, I've realized that I have a lot of trauma and that trauma has left a lot of scars, scars that I didn't really even notice were there until I started going through this process of really trying to turn my life around. Eventually, I started to realize that Some of the trauma I would experience in the future when I got older was kind of a result of the things that I experienced and the things that I saw in my past. Things that I allowed to happen in my life later on was almost a direct reflection of things I grew up seeing and things that I grew up thinking were okay. And that right there is where this podcast is going to start with the importance of taking a look back so that we can move forward. In the next episode, the first official episode, we're gonna talk about where I was in my life, like what stage I was at when I realized that I needed to make a change. And in the episodes following, I'm going to be breaking things down and we're gonna take a look into my personal past. And now I know that each and every one of you listening is going to have a different past for me and a different experience. And some of you, I mean, may have actually had similar experiences to me. But the point is not so much to look at my past and the incidences and take a step-by-step guide of how to get over it, but just kind of listen in a more general sense to the things that I've experienced and kind of make it relate to things you've experienced and to learn from how I dealt with my past and how I conquered it so that it can help you do the same thing. I want to be someone that you can turn to for support, for a judgment-free perspective. With any questions that you have and any advice that you might need, I'm hoping that 
as you listen to my story and as this podcast grows, we'll be able to start a dialogue where you can even communicate directly with me through letters or commentary and share your own stories with me, stories that I can then share with other listeners. Essentially, I would like to be that person that helps you realize your potential and get to the point where you are achieving your goals. I want to help you achieve the future that you've always been dreaming of because that is where I am right now in life. I have gone through a lot, good and bad. I have gotten to a point where I am really trying to achieve and am striving for that future that I've always dreamed of since I was a little girl. You know, lately these days, I've been looking at pictures of myself from when I was young and just kind of talking to that version of myself, just letting that little girl know that we did okay. You know, letting her know that we are doing okay. I mean, like I said, I'm about to turn 27. I'm nowhere near done my life, but I'm on such a good path right now that I just want to share this. I really want to share the things that I have learned and the things that I'm continuing to learn. Because like I just said, I'm only 27 and I have a lot of things that I want to accomplish and that I have yet to really even start working towards, but I'm getting there. And I think the biggest step that I have taken is learning how to move forward beyond the things that I used to allow to hold me back. My past, the way I looked at my life, I used to be a very... No, not all the time, but once I reached a certain point in my life, I was a very lost individual. I became content with doing the bare minimum, working whatever job I had at the time, and just making money and coming home with no real aspirations to grow or create anything else out of that. That's what I settled with. And talking about that now and reflecting on that right now, it's sad Because I was that young kid who wanted to be the most famous lawyer in the world, who was saving people's lives and traveling the world to help those in need. I was a go-getter, and I never would have been that person to settle for the bare minimum. I was that kid in school who was always competing for the highest grades and in sports. And I mean, even if I absolutely sucked at a sport, I was always trying to win or just do well. And eventually, as I got older, I started to miss that person. I started to miss that kid. Now, I'm very glad to say that I'm that person again. And I think the biggest change, the biggest difference between being the person who settled for the bare minimum and finding that kid that was striving for the stars, you know, I think the biggest thing is that I'm happy. I have learned how to be happy. And be happy with who I am and in the stage that I am. Because no, I'm not extremely wealthy and living in a big house with all of my goals accomplished. But I've grown. I'm continuing to grow and to learn. And my journey is by no means complete. My goal for this podcast, however, is for us to go on this journey together. I want to share this. I want to share how it was that I found my happiness and even more importantly, how I found my purpose and my calling. Because that is something that I think we all struggle with. And personally, something that I've struggled with for a long time. I would say that it has only really been this year that I have maybe recognized what my calling and purpose is. Now, 
when we get to later episodes where I really go into detail about what my calling and purpose is and how you can find and discover what yours is, you will realize that maybe I've known about it for a while, what the calling was, but it was just in my subconscious. And it's really only been this year in particular that I have stopped and realized, oh my goodness, that is my calling, that's my purpose. And since discovering that, I can tell you I've rerouted my entire life to make sure that everything I do, everything that I am, is about that calling and about that purpose. And really making sure that every single day, I am living that calling and purpose. And let me tell you, it is such a powerful and motivating feeling. It's changed me and my behavior and how I look at my life. Every day that I am blessed with life, I am up. I wake up early. I am up and at I'm excited to get the day started and continuing to work on some projects that I've been working on this past year. This podcast is actually one of them. And I'm excited to live my life now. And it is such an incredible feeling. Again, a feeling I want for all of you listening. I want for every single one of you listening and tuning in every week to get the tools and advice that you need to find this same feeling, to find that purpose, to find your calling, and to find a reason to wake up and go and get your goals every day. Now, I wish that I had heard the type of advice and honesty that I'm going to share with you. I wish I had heard it while I was struggling to figure out my future and my goals. I wish that I had heard this instead of criticism. And that is why I'm doing this. So that anyone listening who is stuck or lost or just lacking the courage to go after their dreams, I'm hoping that you may find some clarity in this podcast. Hopefully you will all start to communicate with me and that I can start sharing some of your stories too, because I know that as much as you will be learning from me, I can learn from you listening as well. As we grow together, as this podcast grows, we can create this and turn this into a real conversation between me and all of you listening, and together we will get there. We will all get to and achieve that future that we've been dreaming of. That is the goal of this podcast. I thank you all so much for tuning in and listening to episode zero, this pilot episode. I hope that you're going to continue tuning in and more importantly, I hope that I can offer you all some help, guidance and advice and really help you make your lives what you want them to be. Anyways, I hope that you all have a wonderful day and that you enjoyed this episode and I will see you all again soon. Thank you for tuning in to episode zero. Tune in next week for episode one, where we talk about how I came to realize that I needed to make a change in my life. Make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at surviving the arena and Twitter at survive the arena to stay up to date on episode uploads and any other content information. Thank you again for listening and I'll see you next week.